I had to shake him on my last case, big O don't play. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Musky Hunks podcast. I'm one of your five hosts this evening, Ryan Reed. Swink's making funny faces at me already. It's a good way to start. So uh, who do we have on the line here tonight? We don't have any guests, but we are going to do a Musky Max recap. So before we get into that and I kick it over to Owen, We'll just say good evening to you fellas, and we'll start with Mr. Tom Banata. Yellow. Glad to how's, be back. Uh, how's life treating you? Oh, wonderful. Looking forward to the next show. I see you're at home. Do we have the horny cat in the house? No, nah, she's in the house. Not horny yet. It's not her <laughs> not time yet. of the month. Not her time right. of the month. We'll get her, we'll get her warmed up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she will when we get going about the show. Once she hears Ryan Reed's voice, it's all. Mm. Uh They all start purring. Yep, every woman. The voice of an angel. (laughs) Mr. uh, Mr. Nick Fiesler, our northern correspondent. Good evening. Excited to talk about our uh, Muskie Max recap. You got a crispy new mic tonight. Yep. Yeah, liking the setup there, Nick. Liking it. Put it in the microwave. Got it all ready. Mike in the mic. Toasty. That's right. We have Mr. Donnie Swink on the line. Feeling underprepared with my regular old laptop computer mic, but I guess I'm going to have to upgrade for next week. You, you still look the best. <laughs> well, you do look the best. I, I we did oh, get a, a given. We did. Yeah, it is. The, the Swink lineage is definitely uh, upper echelon there when you talk about looks. Passing the gene pool on. So, uh, yeah, Don Senior is looking pretty good, too. Don Senior, woo, my favorite. He looks great man. for thirty. I, my does. favorite. We'll get we'll get to the Don Senior at Musky Max because he was a. Oh hoot. yeah. Oh yeah, and we also have on the line Mister Owen Seaman with Big O's Bucktails. Good evening, gentlemen. Dude, how uh, I gotta ask you how are how are things going? All the uh, all the Max like uh, stress and everything is everything kind of calming down now. How's the family doing? It has calmed down a little bit this week was that this, I feel like I really haven't even kind of recovered because we're, you know, you, I didn't get home until evening, you know, Sunday and, you know, got to get up and work. I mean, work was just insane this week, but it was good. But Muskie Max was a great, great time. And we'll get into that. Uh, but glad to glad to be, ha- be be here with you guys tonight and to, to recap our all of our experiences here. Awesome. So, uh, Oh, and you just want to take it and let, uh, let's talk about what we're going to get into tonight. Yeah. I'm more or less, this is just going to be about musky max. Those that don't know, I'm sure you probably do. The musky max was the convention, so to speak, I guess the musky, the super bowl of musky fishing or musky, I guess, tackle buying here in Western Pennsylvania. And that was last week at the Printscape arena. Uh, and I got to say, I thought it, was a huge success all the way around. Uh, not just from, you know, my personal aspect, you know, as a vendor, but just the entire event seemed to go off, um, very well. There were a couple, couple small, you know, hiccups here and there. We'll, we'll probably talk about that, but all in all, I thought the event was great. Um, I had a great time and and I want to say thank you to all of you guys for coming out and spending some time, you know, 
talking to people at the booth and, you know, helping me sell some big O's bucktails and spinnerbaits. I appreciate it. That was a blast. Got to, got to meet a bunch of people that were said they were listeners of the podcast and guy, I don't remember anybody's name cause I'm terrible with that, but a bunch of new faces that hadn't seen before. I, awesome. I really want to say thank you to everyone that, that took the time to say, to speak up and say, Hey, that they've listened to the podcast because I mean, we were all, I think all five of us at different points were, you know, approached by people and talked to about this. And just the fact that anyone's listening and that we might be brightening anyone's day, whether they're driving to work or, you know, doing whatever you got to do during the day, if we can pass two hours of your time and, and, uh, talk a little muskies and, and, and entertain some people. I'm, uh, that makes me very, very happy. I think we should also issue a formal apology that Tom didn't print enough musky hunk stickers and we ran out I of those. Not. <clears throat> I Ooh, think I you should surprised. be, I think Nick should be issuing the apology because before I even got to the show, we were did. parked at Mc, no for this though, we were parked at the <laughs> McDonald's and I had just put the big old musky hunk sticker on the back, you know? And uh, I was parked there with my back facing into McDonald's and Kayla went in to get some McDonald's and came back out. And she's like, there were some kids in there like wondering uh, who was in like the car with the sticker. And they were like, I wonder if it's that Nick guy. <laughs> so I guess you're the popular the one. Hunkiest hunk. You're the, yeah, you're the most sought after hunk, I guess. Makes sense. You know, I, uh... I just broke my computer chair, too. I just like almost fell out of it. I've got oh. I've been told before that I have a face for radio, so it makes <laughs> yep. sense. You don't even remember their name. So I think you're the one that owes them the apology, not me. I do have to sure. give give a quick shout out to Dana real quick because he I told him we were going to record this last night when he was over. So he messaged me this morning and said, where's the podcast? I need something to listen to. <laughs> it's like he was all fired up about it, but. It was great. It was great spending a little bit of time with Dan. Uh, he was he was a hoot, man. And you, know, you guys, you so he came with you, Ryan, on Friday night to help do the media portion of things, right? So we uh, we kind of got into. So I taught. Let me kind of take a step back. So two years ago, Dan and I offered help to Sean Lee a party, and we just asked, you know, hey, I want to come out. Uh, do do some video stuff. And, and he said, you know, I'd really like to see a time lapse and things like that. Um, so we, we kind of did this thing where we got these media passes to, to do some of that media work. And we just got to go out on Friday and help Sean with just like random things like setting up the stage, setting up, you know, signs, uh, banners, you know, taking care of like filling up those bladders with water to put on top of the stand-up signs, you know, just random stuff that needed done. <clears throat> so that kind of worked out the same way for this show. You know, I talked to Sean, we offered our help. And so Dan and I were actually on site at 7.30 a.m. on Friday <clears throat> to help Sean kind of set anything up and then basically record a time-lapse and just take some video. So that's why we were there. It was mostly to kind of help uh, set up and uh, get ready for Saturday. And that time lapse is already up on your uh, YouTube channel. I, I checked it out. I think it was, you know, I checked it out. I think the day, the day you posted it, and it's really, really cool to see everything just, you know, kind of pop up and happen. Yeah. And that was just the Friday. Um, I haven't show, I haven't really shown many people the time lapse from Saturday. Uh, I've got a I'm, new horny cat in the mix. I, I do have tomboy. He's here and it's not our tomboy. It's my tomboy, the big orange one. I like to call him. Guys can say I'm sitting there. Uh, but my you know, tomboy I mean, wears Crocs. 
Yeah. So I got this, I got a bunch of footage and stuff, but the time lapse from Saturday, it, dude, I got to say, like, I knew it was busy. Like I knew there was a lot of people in there so much so that I couldn't even really do much with my camera um, or take pictures really. Cause there's just like so many people around, but that time lapse really shows you guys like how packed it was for the two, like the first two, three hours of the show. Like it's, wild. yeah, it really is amazing how, how you can almost feel the doors open. Like there's like an influx of, you know, you can, you can just feel it happen. And just like last time, I mean, it's, it's not, it was no surprise where people were headed. Uh, right they by went us to the bakery. Right by us. And it's not, not right by us. It was right by everybody. They're there. Yeah, yeah. For Baker. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, there was a line at the Baker booth for probably an hour and a half to two hours, I would say. And then yeah. after that, it kind of, you know, settled down a little bit. But I definitely saw a pattern that guys were, as soon as they got out of line at the Baker booth, they would go straight over to the Wiley booth. You know, it was not even like they didn't even take a break to go look anywhere else. They went straight back to the Wiley booth. And then I saw a couple of people hop back in line at the Baker booth and, and I guess double dip. That's what I was impressed that there were still baits left by the end of the the onslaught there at the beginning usually he's like uh, out of baits in the first like two hours and packing up and heading home i mean my only previous experience was being there in 2020 so i yeah he sold out like immediately in 2020 i mean i, I want to say by 11 a.m he was done i don't know what he brought in terms of inventory it i don't know seemed if he brought like double he had more or baits yeah but that's what I was concerned because my one friend, he couldn't make it till Sunday. So I ended up picking a couple up for him. And then he still came Sunday and was still able to get some more. So he was very excited that he could get baits on Sunday and not. And it seemed like there were and... still still the kind of the sought after baits. Yeah. too. It wasn't yep. like, just, you know, there were some some of the bigger baits there. Yeah, he sent me a picture Sunday. I think he picked up like seven or eight. <laughs> Sunday, oh, wow. He was oh, all wow. excited. I uh, can we just take like one step back? I, I want to mention this real quick, but I don't want to get into it too much. So, did you guys hear that there were people outside of the show at seven thirty yeah. p.m. on Friday with a yep. little with a little buddy heater? I yeah. heard that. I didn't see confirmation. I didn't see pictures okay. or anything to back it up. I, I walked know past the guy. them on my way home. I uh, know who it was. I do too. And uh, I'll, I just want to say this. I don't want. I don't know if I should That's mention dedication. names or not, but. I I didn't realize it like Donnie, I know you're friends with, with them. uh, And I didn't realize it at the time, but I went out to do an interview with them just to just like, Hey, you guys were here super early. And there was like two groups. There was uh, the, the couple that Donnie knows, and there was two gentlemen from West Virginia. So I actually got an interview with them prior to the show starting. And it was just kind of wild because they were, they were exhausted, tired. And you remember how (laughs) we talked about this? It's yeah. like you and Dan at the Ohio show. Yeah. And sleeping that, in the lobby of the and they were it's funny because I went out and did some video and I was like, hey, Musky Max, everybody, let's go. And I just got uh, <laughs> and I was like, come on, people, wake up. I'm like yelling, and it's just like, hey, we've been here since 7:30 last night. And I was like, I know how that feels. Like it <laughs> Who's Baker that? should start giving like a cup of coffee with each bait or something. Yeah. Those first yeah. like 15 customers. Now, Sorry, did you did you run into anybody that was there super early for the DKs? I, I personally not. did not, but 
I, you know, I'm, I'm not that plugged into the community there. I know there were still DKs left on Sunday. Yeah. So, I mean, it certainly seemed that when those doors opened, the first yeah. hundred people were, were, had one thing on their minds. Right. It was straight to the bakers. I mean, I had time to walk basically from Evan's booth, Evan's booth to Mark's booth and the Wiley's booth. And I would think I was pretty much the first customer for all of them. Yeah, I kept the tradition alive. I went right to the toads. First thing out of the gate, I said, Owen, nobody's here. I'm running to the toads. <laughs> I went and got my toads. Until we get the rush after the Baker booth. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I'll be back for the rush. Yeah. So just kind of curious, because like, I, I didn't mean to cut you guys off there, but I wanted to tell that story about the people that were there way earlier than I've ever been, which yeah. I just thought was wild. But um, where, where were you heading? Because I, I think we kind of like we got to the point where all these people are standing in the Baker booth and there's just like a hundred people. What, what happened? Like after that, did you guys, well, it seemed like the way it went after that first hour, I would say people really started to filter through, you know, you, you get the guys that had gotten their baits and they've, you know, then they want to kind of maybe look around at stuff that they haven't seen before. I think it worked out well in your positioning too. We got a lot of people that, bought their bakers and then came right. You know, we were kind of the first stop for sure. I mean, it was definitely, definitely a great spot. And I would, you know, I'm going to definitely for certain ask Sean to have that same spot again last year, because I thought it was just a, a perfect spot, but you know, it really, you know, if you're not the guy that people are coming to buy the, their baits, you know, you're not going to be the first place that anyone stops really. And that's, there's nothing, you know, that you don't, you can't take offense to that. You know what I mean? There's nothing. The bottom line is that Baker is what brings people to that, that show, you know, in a, in a large way, think about, think about would people be lined up outside of that show? If Zach Baker said, I'm not coming. Probably not. Truthfully. Not like that. Yeah. Nobody not like that. out at 10 o'clock the night before. I could tell you right. that. So, so. Well, you, you still got I mean, Dale, but people don't really fight fist, like get crazy at Dale's booth like they do. No, no not anymore. Dale has, Dale seems to have a lot more of a Northern audience or, or fan base, so to speak, where it seems like Baker has a ton of guys from West Virginia and, and South that come up here and are, are, you know, literally standing in line to buy the baits. Does Zach not go to the Ohio show or anything like that? I think for this year, he, he just has. sent some baits. Yeah. Typically he went in the past, but I think this year he said he's just doing the New York and PA. But really think about that. I mean, if you, if you take Zach Baker out, you know, you're probably not getting a good number of people. I mean, you're still going to get a good number of people because of the fat AZ guys, you know, you're still going to get a good number of people because of Dale Wiley. You're still going to get a good number of people because a lot of these bait makers, but that line and Ryan, when you post that time-lapse of that Saturday, I mean, it is crystal clear what people are there for. And that's cool. I mean, that's re- I mean, respect to Zach because he obviously has built an incredibly, an incredible business on on these baits so i you know good for him for for coming down and you know we're gonna be seeing him up uh, at the new york show i think there's we've had some talk about having him on the show right right yeah we're gonna try we're gonna try to get him and steve on if we can to kind of do a little talking about the new york show um 
we're in touch I'd with like, them, so we'll see how it goes. I'd I'd really like to talk to Zach. I mean, I I haven't. I don't I don't like kind of walk around and talk to people much at these shows. I don't do it nearly as much as I should. So you know, I haven't really talked to Zach. I haven't really talked to Dale Wiley. You know, it's just maybe it's just kind of not my personality uh, to you know. But it's I I haven't really you know gotten to talk to these guys much. So maybe this podcast is my opportunity to to do that. I got a, I got these, I got a couple questions like to talk, to ask you guys about the show. Like, so I don't, but I don't want to get into that until we kind of go through and talk about our, you know, our experiences or however you guys want to do that. But um, where do you guys want to go from here with it? I just, I guess, sum up my, my experience was, was very good this year. I did not spend a lot of time with other people you know i spent a lot of time just at our booth so i can't speak to things that were going on i think you guys can probably all speak a little bit better to things that were going on in other booths or you know things that i probably missed so please someone you know hop in here and and you know give it give us your take on on what you know give us your experience i mean first off i know uh, like we were kind of talking about our neighbor Alabama. we looked them up and none of us were like totally sure who they were. And it turns out like we were next to an absolute legend. Right. Uh, I mean, like he's been in the game. He's what he's been making lore since like 73. His cousin is Bill Crane. And that's like who he learned to make lures from. And he had Bill Crane of the, of the world famous crane. Yeah. Lore. Of like crane. Yeah. Crane baits. I mean, crane it's, baits. So this guy, I mean, like an absolute legend. He had some health issues that he's apparently doing well now. So yeah, sending before, our wishes uh, to it was actually I, I went up and ate lunch and I came back and you guys yeah. said that they're like the ambulance hit the was fan there. and yep. Yeah, they took him out. I guess he had like a stroke, like a mini stroke or something, but but later that day he was doing well. He <laughs> called everybody and let them know he was doing good and Actually, I ended up, that's how I started talking to these people and getting to know a little bit about them. And turns out it was a really cool company, really cool neighbor we had this year. What he, I think he started making baits in 1972. 73. Was that his kid or like, were they, were they related no, to him? I don't believe so. I believe the younger girl was the daughter of his friend who was there with him. But the guy said that that's, he's basically like his father. Like they're very close. That's cool. Yeah, it's really unfortunate cool. that 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 happened. But I, uh-huh. you know, it's one of those things that Sucked. you don't. Sometimes you don't even realize like who you're who you're next to. Like I would, uh-huh. I would have, I wouldn't have known. But you guys, I mean, talking to him and stuff, and you realize that that's well. It started was he was using his turkey call the whole time, and eventually yeah. I was joking with him. I'm like, "Can you shoot that turkey? Like it's been going all morning." And he's like, "Oh, my wife hates it. I've been perfecting these for like a year now." I mean, they sounded good. Good turkey call. And apparently I looked a little, I, you know, I did a little bit of research into him after the weekend and that turkey call is actually, uh, is supposed to be pretty, pretty good. And yeah, pretty like, wide, it's like, uh, I guess it's very small and uh, very simple for, for such a, a realistic turkey call. So I, I bought one of his baits. I bought a bit, I bought a bait because uh, Tom bought, I think two, right? About three. three. <laughs> I bought two big trolling baits, like a 10 inch or a 12 inch, and then like a little like six or seven inch twitch bait, a little crankbait for gonna use it down deep creek. I think it's like a real nice perch pattern. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, in in this stuff is 
I believe the one I bought from him, it's a, I think a, a nine inch, it's maybe a nine inch crankbait, but it was built in 2009 or 2010. So, I mean, this, this is not a bait that he built, you know, for this musky max. This is a bait that he had been, you know, has been, you know, sitting around waiting for someone to, to pick it up and fish it. Well, from what I understand, his buddy told me that he's just been like slamming baits out for like decades now and just sitting on them and sitting on them and sitting on them. And finally, he's starting to go around and hit shows and kind of lighten off some of his inventory, hmm. which I think is pretty cool. Just to think of all the baits this guy's probably sitting on <laughs> and how cool that stash is because they're really cool looking baits, too. That's awesome. So, yeah, so we had so we had the what what was what was their name, Tom? Amma. Amabama. Amabama. I feel like my dad. I can't get the, oh, the names right. <laughs> Amabama. Uh, so we had him next to us. We had Dale Wiley directly across uh, the way from us. Yep. Who else? Skinner, we had Mark, spinners. Or Skinner, Skinner Spinners. Yeah, they were caddy corner. I didn't get a chance to talk to them at all. Um, Mark King was uh, in the same row and he said yeah. he had a good show. So I was really happy to hear, hear that he had a, you know, had a successful show. He seemed very happy about things. I know I definitely picked up a King. Uh, I pay, I picked up one of the King diving rises and in, uh, the, the clown pattern. And I just, I cannot wait to fish that thing. Oh, you got the clown. I'm jealous. I got a, I got I got a couple clown. I, clown. I also got a fat AZ Raptor, a soft tail Raptor and clown. Mm. Uh, Antonio Brown's signature color. Yes. <laughs> so what the, I am curious, cause I want to kind of come back to Owen here. So you, why don't you give us a recap? Like how, and you don't have to get into spe- specifics here, but like, how do you feel that big O's did? Like, how do you, do you feel happy about it? Do you feel like, what do you, what are you feeling like? Okay. So I took about 150 baits and I think I sold probably 50 i'd say I, I sold maybe 30 35 off the rack and then i built probably 10 or 12 for people uh, tom would you think that's about accurate building i mean i know the one guy i built two for mm-hmm. so i want to say i've been quite a few apart yeah at least two i clipped apart and built and rebuilt so i mean it was it was a definite success no question uh, there are some certain things that I learned about it. And that was that the baits that sold happened to be the baits that were most accessible to the people that were coming to look at the booth. So if you remember how the booth was set up, you know, it was hard to kind of get to the baits that were on the left side of the booth all, but on the right side of the booth, you could kind of access that where, you know, w- without being in anyone's way. So after looking at what sold, you know, the right side of my bait rack, you know, I sold, I, you know, hmm. if I, if I took 12, if I had 12 of the black perches, I think I sold nine of them. Um, but then patterns on the very left side barely even got touched. Like they weren't even looked at. And I don't know whether that's a, an issue with the patterns or whether that's because it's I think probably it has just because that's where do. I was standing and nobody no, wanted to like come I near think me has, on that. No, side, I think it has to do with it's, it's just accessibility. You know, if I'm walking into a booth and it's a booth that I don't know, you know, if it's if it's easy to look at the stuff, I'm going to go look at it. If it's a pain in the ass, I might just walk on by. 
So I think something I learned is figuring out a setup that makes the baits themselves more accessible and having me or who's at the booth, not necessarily standing in front of thing, standing in front of it. That's the one thing I'd try to work on. Like anytime I saw somebody looking like kind of standing in there for a while, try to get them in there, at least pick one up once it's in their hands. It's, you know, I mean, half sold already. Right. Right. And that's, and that was kind of where, uh, you know, I want to re reconfigure it for the next time and looking forward to the New York show. I don't know, you know, I got to see what, what our booth is going to be configured like to see how I want to do it. But I think that was something that I learned right off the bat uh, that, you know, the baits on the, that were accessible. Those are the ones like Nick said, people are picking up and once they're picking something up, you know, there's a much better chance that they're going to, they're going to spend money on it. So again, it was a learning experience and, you know, I certainly did better financially, you know, you know, this time around, you know, I walked away with a, a couple dollars, so to speak. Uh, but you know, it's, you know, it's, it's all baby steps, man. You know, I'm not, this is not, this is not how I plan on making a living ever. So I want to get these baits into people's hands. It's not about making money. If I could break even and, you know, make baits and fish and have it not cost me anything, I would, I would be a happy, happy man. You know what I mean? Like if, if the bait making even partially paid for my fishing, you know, habits. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but I think the growth over the past two years, I mean, has been significant. And I think with this podcast and, you know, things that I think we'll be able to do over this next year, I really think that next musky max, you know, i I'll be looking to sell double that. Am I going to be looking to sell Zach Baker numbers? No. Am I going to be looking to sell fat AZ numbers? No. But am I going to be looking to sell more than big O did last year? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's certainly a goal that I, I can, I can look to. Dude, I think that's... sales aside though, that you still, I mean, killed it. Like people, Dude, there was yeah, very we were little busy. idle time. Like right. there was always someone there like BSing with you or looking totally. or and that's and it's hard because you look next door to us and in, in you know booths that and like we were two years ago. I mean, there's a lot of dead time if people aren't coming around and talking to you, man. Mm-hmm. Like I remember two years ago that there being times where like I was just kind of making baits just to keep pass the time, just to keep myself busy, just to look like I had something going on. Where this year it was like if I had to make a bait. I needed one of you guys to, to, you know, cover stuff, you know, so that I could do that. So, I mean, it was, it was in that sense, there's certainly an improvement and I'm, you know, very encouraged. That's what uh, we need to make sure that next year there's another 52 that was caught on a big O sitting at the lax booth. I know. Well, we, we, I, I need to upgrade the, the photographs. I need to upgrade the presentation portion of the booth. That's for sure. Because there've been bigger fish caught, you know, I'd like to put a, put together a better video compilation. Ryan did one for me two years ago and this year just never even really got around to got around to doing it with work and everything. So the visual presentation can definitely be upgraded. Yeah. A little slideshow of fish and yeah, stuff like that. But yeah, Tom, you're right, man. It was busy. It was a constant I don't want to say constant, but a very consistent flow of people at least wanting to talk and at least wanting mm-hmm. to ask questions. 
I definitely liked the fact that we had the stickers. I mean, we had some people that, you know, yeah, there's always people that just want stickers. So that's kind of a neat, you know, they get something, even if they're Mm -hmm. right. Not committed to buy. They're thinking about you. Yeah. I think that's a very cool recap. Cause I, I could see it. I was, I was kind of running around. I wasn't, I wasn't at the booth the whole time or anything like that, but I could see you guys from where I was at a lot of different times. And I looked over and I was like, Oh my God, there's like, there was like, at one point I looked, there was like six people at the booth. Yeah. Oh, I, I, on, on a number like a of occasions, you know, we, we, we have more. people talking to us at the table and then you got people looking at, looking at the baits behind you, you know, it's, and it, like Nick said, you kind of got to keep your head on a swivel and see if someone's looking at the baits behind you and they might have some questions because you got people talking to us in front of us. You know, it's, it was great, man. I, I, I absolutely loved it. That's, that's awesome. I, I do have another question. So I kind of want to jump to Donnie on this one because he's been a little bit quiet. So what, uh, let, let, let me ask you this. So what, what was your experience like being at the booth and then what, how did it go show wise for you? I mean, it, it was absolutely awesome to be a part of that show from a behind the scenes standpoint, I guess you could say, I can't thank Owen enough for that. It was just super cool. Uh, I had, you know, Tom and I talked about it. Tom brought it up through the through the hunks chat, but I had probably one of the the greatest times I've had in, in I don't even know how long. Just hanging out and talking muskies, that whole regard, it was just a blast. But uh, I will say, from a show standpoint, I love my haul, but I completely went off the rails of what I planned on doing. Uh, oh hell yeah when is it it ever on the rails right i I mean i guess this is why i'm always been a fly by the seat of my pants kind of guy at the shows because i know i'm you know sticking to a plan is not something i do well i'm I'm more of a wing it kind of person but uh you know the show started i i did hit evan's booth just like i said i was gonna do and after that you know it all went haywire I I walked right from Evan's booth. I hit Mark King's booth because it was right there. Uh, Got some of those. And then same thing. Wiley was right across from you. So I hit Wiley next. And that wasn't on my my to-do list right off the bat. And I spent way more money at Wiley than I planned on because I had early pickings. And then I never did make it to the big rubber that I intended on because I didn't want to bust over my cap that I set for myself. <laughs> no $80 ultra dogs. Uh, yeah, but I, uh, I picked up my bucktails from big O and like I planned on. So, I mean, I got, I got basically everything I wanted. And then some, I was able to pick up a, a new, another Raptor from fat AZ. I got the minor from Evan. That everybody, we, I think I we all, wanting. I know I bought a minor Nick, Nick, you I bought got, a minor, right? Uh, I got a, meatloaf oh you got that's right yeah that's right tom got the goldie i uh i just i have to say i am extremely disappointed but also not so much knowing that it's going to be on donnie's boat but that that minor was the that was the minor that was the one i was pining over fine 
No Donnie's. No, I mean, Donnie's. that's a dude. That's a Shad. great color too. I love that color too. And what color did you get? Because I don't even know that I saw yours. I got the black. It's like a it's oh, like night a, shiner. Yeah, like the oh, night shiner got, black okay. with an orange belly. Oh, dude, that's a good color too. But that can I say it? Am I allowed to say that color? What mine? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. That that blue yeah. shad. It's color. a one of one, baby. You can yeah. talk about it all you want. <laughs> that <laughs> good blue luck shad. Dude, I was, that was the one meatball I absolutely had to have, had to have it. That color was money last year. So that's oh, cool. Do we want to, do we want to talk kidding. about what everyone, like what are all of our individual uh, yeah. hauls are? Real quick, before, before we get into that, the one other thing I wanted to say about the show <laughs> from my perspective on it and how I kind of went off the rails. Number one, like I said, just where your location was and being able to hit Evan's booth first, then Mark's, then Wiley's like that. I spent way more money than I planned real quick and then had to slow down. But like, you know, I intended on catching the seminars and everything like I usually do. I didn't, I didn't see a single seminar. I didn't even have a chance to, because like you guys were talking about, I mean, there was just people around the booth all day and I, you know people were coming and going and we were, i was just bullshitting with different people that i haven't seen or even whether i met them for the first time or hadn't seen them in a couple years or whatever but like it, it was just so cool getting to to be there like that and and having guys come up and and want to just shoot the shit about muskies that i i missed all the seminars that i planned on doing but i, I certainly wouldn't trade it for a, a minute like it was it was awesome i had a blast I got to agree. I didn't, cool. I didn't get to see any seminars either. And I, I kind of wanted to, to check out a couple of them, but you know, it was just, it was too busy. Yeah. It was crazy. It was awesome. Be- before we get into our hall and that's, that's awesome, by the way, I love hearing that stuff. Cause that, like that gets me fired up. I love when people like go in with a positive vibe at these shows and have fun and do what it's meant to, to essentially be. You know, like it's, it is whatever you want to make it to be as a show, but like, just to hear that that was like the funnest time you've had at a show, maybe like it's fun. I don't even know that funnest is a word fun. The most fun you can oh, have at a show. Fun. 100%. You know, that's, every that's Musky awesome. Max I've been to has been a good time, but this one was just on a whole nother level of, you know, just, just a lot of fun. Just incredible. I want to. I want to get into our halls. We should tell some stories. I think because I know there were a lot of funny uh, little incidents going down. I know I have a couple I had on mind. Oh dear! Nothing bad. Nothing bad or (laughs) offensive. I promise. Did we get Nick's experience? I don't know if he really. No, I don't think so. No. I I really enjoyed the like getting there, being there on Friday, and seeing. Yeah. So Nick, you got yeah, you came down Friday and helped me set up, man. I can't thank you enough, dude. Yeah. But got to got to hang out with Andy for a little while from Fat AZ, who he's probably my if I had to like give a musky mentor, he's probably the guy for me because and crush. Yeah, my tough love mentor. I'd ask him questions and I'd just get yes or no's and. Figure it out. Yeah. Make a suggestion when I was thinking about doing. You sure did, you want to do send that? The old how much wine out on the mojo? No, no, I never got anything that specific. Just, you know, general uh, concepts that he'd give me the that's mm, no. <laughs> but 
Uh, but yeah, got to see Andy Friday night. Uh, everybody's setting up kind of in a more relaxed atmosphere. Saturday's a little tense for for him, at least. Uh, pretty busy most of the day. Oh yeah, that booth has to be you know crazy busy at the beginning. I mean, I, oh yeah, I I didn't get to see you know I was kind of you know keeping an eye on you know what everyone was doing inventory wise, and I guess they were just reloading those those racks with raptors yeah because it, you know i don't know the i i know i took i bought five of them oh so. yeah i mean they work the uh the other thing that was cool uh seeing evan's booth all the meatballs he had a pretty steady stream all through uh you know i mean they're pretty sought after now too uh kind of far and wide i was very excited are, are we telling about baits that we got if you want to, sure. Okay. I was very excited I was able to pick up the meatloaf that I've been pining over since I fished with one last summer. So, got in a cool color. Well, t- tell explain to the listeners what exactly the meatloaf is because I did not know how big the meatloaf was compared to the other baits in in Evan's lineup. The meatloaf's probably like a 12-inch bait. It's kind of a I'd say like Somewhere between like a plow and a like cooker bait kind of deal, resin body, deep diver, pulls real hard, shakes, you know, just a digs. So, you know, I was able to get it in a. It's kind of like a chartreuse with a tinge of uh, green with black bars on it. And he's got some sweet uh, red glitter accents on the tail and uh, gullet or whatever you want to call it. But do you have I'm the dive? Excited. Do you have the dive chart on that? No, I'll uh, that's on my agenda, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like uh, maybe like a one to one or one to two, something like that. Yeah, I'd say probably one to two, but that gets down there. That's a killer. I mean, it's just such a cool looking bait, yeah. I got one on order. Oh, Oh. what what color are you getting? You shouldn't tell people that. Top secret, top secret. That's such a last big time bait. I, last time I told anybody, Evan showed up with a whole bunch of them at the show. And now everyone's got them. <laughs> That's such a big bait. Weapon. It's like approaching the size of those like novelty Rapalas they hang like over the Rapala section in mm-hmm. the sporting goods stores. Like it looks it like is. you could like hang it over like a. It's hanging on my mantle right now next to yeah. a plow. And they, yeah, it would look like a normal centerpiece. Of those. It's Mine's actually in the mouth. Mine yeah. is in the mouth of my mount at the office. Oh, perfect. That's awesome. <laughs> Mine will be in the mouth of my mount after I catch it. Right. You get that that big 70 incher at Lake Arthur. Yeah, out of out of the Ohio, the mythical 70 yeah. incher. Been biting <laughs> off the walleye guys for two centuries now. So Nick, you bought a couple bakers though, right? Yep. I got uh I ended up it was actually kind of a weird scenario. I bought one seven, seven and a half, I think he calls it, for myself. And then my friend, who I knew wasn't going to be able to make it till Sunday, I picked up a couple five inches for him because I thought they'd for, for sure sell out. Um, but they didn't. So then he ended up picking up another seven and a half incher for me on Sunday, and I'll we'll trade back and forth or whatever. But so that's pretty cool. You guys do that. 
you know, you yeah. just kind of help each other out, trade baits. It's like, uh, that's like one of those show season tricks. Like you got one guy going Saturday, one guy going Sunday type deal. That's what, yeah, he had to work on Saturday. So I felt bad. He wasn't able to make it a couple of years ago. He, he, uh, actually was like one or two from Baker's booth from getting the baits, like after waiting in line and he's a diabetic and hadn't eaten anything all morning and ended up passing out. So he he missed his chance at the booth and then there were still a couple left by the time he got back in uh back in order but he kind of missed his chance at the ones he wanted but zach was super cool about that he actually gave him uh one of his nine inches and gave him a five or he was able to buy a five still so got a couple but yeah what was the what was the dk deal on saturday Cause I know what the deal was on Sunday. I did not see whether they had any DKs. I thought he, I thought they had seven inch Subans on Saturday. They had, I think the sevens were on Sunday on okay. Saturday. I think they were mostly nine inch uh, and a mix of 50 finders and Subans. Okay. And uh, I mean, did, I think those, did were those just, things sell out or like, yeah, they, it took a little while, but they did sell out eventually. Did it appear that there was a rush for that type of stuff, or was it was the a rush really right only off for the Baker? No, there was definitely a. And then I know I talked to like Vance. He said they were getting all kinds of messages from people trying to get them ahead of time or get them reserved <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, but they weren't having any of that. That was, I think, uh, specified by Dave. Not the no uh, special treatment. So they all went. You know, Saturday morning. I, I don't think they made it to noon. So. Hmm. that's a i mean that's a pretty like i mean dks are extremely difficult to get and they're rare and they are fish catching machines i'm surprised that they were around that long but where does he normally sell his baits uh strictly on facebook yeah they do like this like uh raffle but there's always like what like 400 500 people in there and he's raffling off like 10 baits yeah. But then they do this thing where if you pick a bait, like you're you're un uneligible, ineligible for ineligible. the next 150 baits, I think it is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah that so many? Wow, that's just insane. He's got yeah. a great system for that, but yeah, I don't know, dude. I still feel like I'm in that group, and I just kind of like go in and out depending upon what color. And I just feel like if you really want to get one, you got to go hard, like on every single one he does. Yeah. And how much are you going to end up paying for it? Uh, I think they range anywhere from like 50 to, you know, 200 or something like that. Because all it's different models. Right. It's it's changing, you know. Yeah. So he posts a a picture of whatever is going to be available in that draw. So if you see something you like, you get in it. And then if your name's in the top, you know, 10 or 15, however many baits there are. You get uh, it's like a round robin. Whoever takes whatever's left when it's your turn, you get choice of. Wow! And how many people take part in that type of thing? Like four hundred every draw. Yeah, Holy something shit. like that. Jeez. Yeah. So, any word from Sean on how many attendees there were at Muskie Max? I'd be interested to know what, like the, 
you know, the actual attendance was. Turnout was, yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything, but I haven't really talked to Sean a whole lot uh, since the show ended. Um, I've talked to Tara a little bit here and there, um, but I don't know. I mean, I think Max typically, I want to say that the statistics I've heard before, are like between 800 and a thousand people for the weekend. I felt like, I felt like Sunday was definitely busier than Sunday two years ago. No, uh, no doubt. I mean, I, I probably sold almost as many baits on Sunday as I did on Saturdays, surprisingly. Uh, so I felt like the turnout on Sunday was certainly an improvement. And I felt like the turnout later in the day on Saturday was also an improvement. Like I didn't feel like there was nearly the dead time in the afternoon that I, I felt like there was two years ago. I know I talked to quite a few people that were excited about just coming on Saturday or Sunday to avoid kind of the, the hecticness of Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd agree though. And there was definitely more people on Sunday and it didn't last. I don't, I don't feel like it lasted for very long, maybe a couple hours, but there was definitely a line and there was a little bit of like a surge Sunday morning, but not, yeah. not like Saturday, but more than previous years for sure. There was was there people search. waiting at the door on yeah. Sunday? Yeah, yeah, yeah there, there were, were people mm-hmm. waiting. Yeah, the line wasn't wrapped all the way up the building and outside, but it, there were there were definitely people downstairs. So, yeah. so did I, they kind of did they go in all different directions when they came in on Sunday then, or was it like back to the Baker booth or? It did not seem to be straight to the Baker booth. If I mean, really, if anything, they would have been there to, I guess, to take advantage of the Fat AZ DK combo. Right. That's really the only special that I saw going on on Sunday. That maybe I'm, maybe I missed something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There were definitely guys that uh, were were looking at Baker's. Like I know I saw. Uh, a couple of guys that were there on Saturday came back to pick up a few more baits, but yeah, I don't know. It was, I, I think it was pretty cool though, that, uh, you know, we had that many people come through on Saturday and there was a, a fairly decent turnout for Sunday morning. I would love to see Sunday stronger, which is why I think they do things like the DK stuff on Sunday. Yeah. And I um, think that's, I think that's a great idea. If you can have some type of a special to bring people in on Sunday, I, I'm all for it. Yeah, the weather was nice too. And that was kind of uh it's tough, man. People want to be outside right now. You know, we're 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 inching towards spring and it was beautiful outside. I know uh Dan you know, was antsy. Dan I know Dan, Dan went was. out fishing, he left you left you hanging and went out fishing. He was uh I I got in, I set the camera up and he said, All right, I'm out. I'm going <laughs> fishing. I said, All right, go bang. Did he really? Man yeah. after my own heart. Dan yeah. the man. I love it. That's I don't know. Awesome. I don't know if he actually did fish, but I know he was up at Arthur checking things out. So scoping the That's territory. what he told me. He said, I'm going fishing. I looked at my watch. <laughs> I said, All right. <laughs> it, was, it was cool. So I I got a question for you guys. Who this is kind of another one I had on my list. Like, who would you say? the coolest person you talked like who was the most was the most enjoyable Oof. conversation you had and this is going to be tough. that's a tough one because there's a lot of guys and i don't want to upset anybody either 
Are we talking the most interesting person or the most interesting interaction? Because I had a pretty yeah. interesting interaction. Let's do let's do interesting interactions. Okay. Well, I could start that. I told you guys already my uh my bathroom story. <laughs> I walked. Am I allowed to tell that or should I edit that out? <laughs> You're committed. Let's go. Let's go. I went for it. Well, I went in to take a leak, like my 15th leak of the day, and all was normal. And I, right before I started the pee, someone like kicks in, the door comes swinging open. <laughs> and he goes, bro, I was just about to take a dump. They didn't have TP in this one. <laughs> Ran to the next one. And who was it but Jason Quintana, like one of my musky <laughs> idols, like that I've watched in videos. And, and I felt like it was like kind of an inappropriate time to be like, hey, I'm like a big fan. Like... <laughs> So I was mind, just like, yeah, mind giving me an autograph means. on one of those yeah. uh, tickets there. Yeah. So by I was just like, no, by all means, like go ahead. Like do what you gotta do. I'd if he was honest. like two if he was two seconds Please later, though, I would Yeah. But if he was like two seconds later, I would have peed all over him. He was just in time that he swung that door open. It was like he called it my stall. It's like you're right, your stall. <laughs> I didn't think you that were was... going to tell that one. I thought there was another one. Well, the other one, that's not the, that's, that's tied for the second, that the other interesting interaction we have wasn't really in the show. I'd say it was the hotel. I think you know where I'm going with this one. No idea. You oh, think you God. know. So we're standing out around the fire at night, just minding our own business. It was me and Kayla and a lady comes up to us, starts talking to us, kind of weird. And just, probably talked to us for 10 minutes asked some kind of weird uncomfortable <laughs> questions and was like okay i'm gonna go inside now after she like realized we weren't like having like what she was putting down you know and the second she walked away me and caleb both were like that was a swinger wasn't it <laughs> and she was like yep i'm like yeah i think so like so we a swinger lady tried to pick us up i guess at the uh homewood suites <laughs> Dude, we get into the get. We, we get into the elevator at the hotel in Tonkas, the swinger like, lady that's just her. tried to, that's, her. that's the swinger lady that tried to pick me and Kayla up. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying, dude. I was, oh my god, it was so funny. It was pretty eventful, I'd say. <laughs> dude, that, that, that quit Maybe she was the most interesting person <laughs> I met. Oh my god, it was that was so good. Let's try right, new so things, I, Tom. Yep. So I'm going to give you my most most interesting, I guess, impactful interaction. And it was with actually one of our listeners, Tom. I didn't catch the name, but I think he came by Sunday. And you could just tell that this guy was a beginner musky fisherman. He you could tell that he was seemed to be kind of intimidated by by the sport in ways. And he just he just like said, look, I've listened to every one of your podcasts and I really helps out and. You know, you could, I don't know, just kind of, you could see in his face that he was what he was, who were, who we are kind of aiming this podcast at. And he was just very sincere. And he was like, I've just really enjoyed it. He said he's listened to every episode multiple times. And, you know, it just made me think, hey, you know, if, if, if there's a couple people out there that are listening to this and, and, you know, that makes a difference, man, I'm, I'm that for, to me, I guess, meant a lot i don't know why maybe yeah. maybe that's just mm -hmm. silly that's what there's a bunch of people that you know mentioned they enjoyed listening and i can't thank them enough it was great great meeting people in person 
you kind of sound like a dick. We don't know his name, but like Nick said, there were like more than one. There were quite a few people that like one almost made Kayla cry. Like there were quite a few that were like, thanks. And that, that's so cool to hear. That, just, that, that made the whole weekend for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. They probably weren't actually talking to you, Tom. No, they were talking to yeah. you. I was just, I overheard them fanboying over you. I just we want to really point out. We really appreciate you guys talking over Tom every time he brings up <laughs> Trout. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out that I actually got Kayla to tear up slightly with my with my little picture story that I told her. Huh? <clears throat> what was the picture story? What's this? Picture while we were at the Shaw's booth. So I told I had to have told you guys this. I was sitting getting ready to do Spencer's seminar, like hook him up and get the seminars rolling. And there was this young guy that was sitting right beside me in the front row. And he kind of like looked over at me and I like looked over at him. I don't know how old he is, but he looked and he goes, Hey, are you Ryan Reed? And I'm like, Uh, Yeah, bud. I'm like, what's up? And he's like, Can I get a picture? And I was like, what do you want a picture with me for? Like, I, I didn't want to sound like a total douche, but I was like, what do you want to do that for? And he's like, well, I watch your YouTube stuff and I love all your videos. I was like, get in here, bud. We're doing this. So I like took the picture with him and I, I snapped a couple and it was just like this cool thing that that happened. I ended up meeting his uh, parents a little bit later in the day and uh, we got him a Leo lure and it was just like a, a full, it was just like one of those like fun cool things that happened to me at the show that I was just super excited about, you know, it's not every day that, uh, I don't know. It just, it, it's weird for me. You know, it's like, I just like go to work, come home, eat dinner. And then we just like make videos at, for fun. And you get somebody that <clears throat> young guy that wants to watch them and just got excited about meeting me at the show, which is like still this new weird thing for me, but it was just a cool little experience. We tell was you this all the a, time, was Ryan, this a kid? you don't give yourself enough credit. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, he's, he's a younger kid. I mean, he's, so he's out there with his dad catching giant muskies. Like he got a, last year, I think he got one. It was like 48, 48 and a half, maybe for pushing 49 inches on Pimey. So, uh, mm. they, they run a lot of boss shads and things and they catch a ton of fish and, it's just like awesome to see these young kids that swings giving the thumbs up on the boss shad. Just Smart it's cool. To, it's Smart cool to kid. see young young guys that are interested in musky fishing, you know, and they're long days on the water and stuff like that, dude. It's just a cool thing. Like that's I've heard it so many times. That's the future of the sport. You know, we're all that, gonna be old. I and think gray. that kid actually said they pulled a, an orange tiger one off a crib there. They've been catching fish on it. That's not mine. Mine's on a tree. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a big tree. She ain't coming loose. R.I.P. Jeff. If, if, oh, if anyone you look catches around. an orange tiger on the uh, Tuttle Point tree there, I'll pay good money for it. Dude, I have to say this, too, because this was another weird thing. But I actually took two more pictures of people, and they were both, like, grown men. <laughs> were you being was held it related in to arms? fishing in any way? Uh, yeah, it was. It was like, YouTube, look, we're doing this thing. And I... I feel super awkward taking pictures with people. Dude, that is not what I like to do at all. Like I am an IT guy. I sit at my desk. Like I don't, I come home. I like, it's just, I don't know. It's just weird. Not, not well, for them, but for me, like not, not for the people asking. But 
I'll, we've all said it, and, and, we, and I'm sure we will all say it again. Ryan, you don't give yourself nearly as much credit as you deserve uh, for for the for the content that you've put out over the last three four years. That you know, because it's not just like what you do now. It's these are people that have watched your stuff over the last couple years, and that you know have followed you. So, dude, you have a you've got six thousand plus followers on on YouTube, man. <clears throat> Like that is that is not a small following. That's that's bigger than many of the other musky guys in 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 this you know in this industry. So and all the people give yourself he's gotten some credit. into it too. He got me the computer, so all of my whole two hundred views would all those people would have never been able to watch my video. Donnie, <laughs> he got Donnie videos? his computer. Yeah, all two hundred of those people could have never yeah. watched my trial video. Donnie right. would have never had his YouTube thing going. He gets everybody if else I, into it. Yeah, if you didn't Contagious. get me my laptop, I wouldn't have been able to make all those fake profiles, the thumbs down Tom's <laughs> trout videos. That's, <laughs> that's accurate. <laughs> Dude, it's not about any of that stuff, man. It's about having fun, and it's just cool to like get some feedback every once in a while. But you know, this is like Max is that thing. Like that's typically where we get a lot of this feedback you know you get a chance to talk to guys so it's just that's my uh social interaction for the year now i'm done yeah swank ahead i just i wanted to go on the uh interesting interactions if you will because i think uh my favorite conversation and i know owen was sitting in on most of it too or standing in but i got to talk to doug from banging bottom for a significant amount of time at the, at the show and kind of, he was just kind of talking to Owen and I about, you know, why he guides and, and how he guides and, and what he's doing up there and just kind of getting to listen to him. And, and it, I got to know Doug, I feel like a little bit better just through that conversation. Cause I never really get to talk to him a whole lot. I just see him on the water here and there and we, you know, exchange pleasantries at the boat ramp and what have you. But, uh, just hearing the way he looks at guiding, it was really cool to hear. You know, it's obvious that he's not the type of guy in Bang and Bottom. They're not the kind of guys that are in it for the money or in it for the glory of, you know, looking like they're the best musky fishermen out there or whatever. They, they're the epitome of, like, they're just out there to have a good time and they want to see other people catch fish and, and learn how to musky fish and, and listening to Doug talk about that, I thought was really cool. So I've, I always had a lot of respect for Doug, but I have even more respect for him now, just getting to hear that conversation and kind of hear his motivation on why he does yeah. what he does. So yeah, you're I right, Donnie. Really neat. I listened, I was part of that and you're, you're exactly right. He was, I didn't realize that he was not a full-time guide. I didn't realize that this was kind of just, you know, he guides maybe three, three, four days a week. And, you know, a lot of it is evenings and, and they put a hell of a lot of muskies in the boat, you know, and they take it very seriously, but not as seriously as the guys that are, you know, doing this as their 100% living. And I think that, that maybe is kind of what separate is the, the difference. You know, you, you can see where kind of the guys that do it for a living can become jaded and become, you know, uh, cynical about the entire thing where I didn't get that from Doug. I got kind of the opposite kind of that. This is still really what he enjoys doing. And, mm -hmm. you know, he likes taking friends out. He likes taking buddies out and yeah, it, you know, 
of course, he wants to offset, you know, the cost of the boat and gas mm-hmm. and all this stuff. But, you know, when it's not your main source of income, you can be a hell of a lot more laid back about stuff. That's the bottom line. I don't give a shit what your job is. Like, if it's not, it, things right. become a lot more stressful. It's not live or die. Yeah. It becomes a lot more stressful when your paycheck and your kids get fed based on, on that, you know, this sport, uh, which is a, you know, a, a freaking sport that drives everyone crazy. You know what I mean? So to have those guys see those guys to keep it in perspective and realize that, Hey, you can still have fun and it can be guiding too. I, I did. I definitely enjoyed that conversation. I have that to, was before that was before things got, got a little crazy. I have to, I have to say I was gone for that. So I got more pictures with Doug, Joel and bang and bottom than I probably would like to admit at this point, uh, I have a, I got a picture. So I don't know if you guys saw Joel's shirt on Saturday. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. <clears throat> that stole the show for me. So we were talking, I was actually in the thread whenever that was, that was developed. And then Doug sent me that picture. He had uh, Brian Luffy's wife print that shirt out. I was dying whenever they gave it. I got it on, I got it on camera whenever uh, Doug gave that to Joel. That was like, that was such a sweet moment. We're going to have to, we're going to have to put that picture as one of the thumbnails with this episode, mm-hmm. like uh, the picture with of the thumbs up and his musky drunk shirt. Yeah. The Joel, the Joel with the thumbs up and the musky. <laughs> yes, drunks. absolutely. Yeah. The, the musky drunks. I loved it. I can make it the background. We'll make it the background of this flyer. It's unbelievable. That was such a, I got a picture with the belt, the bang and bottom belt. I got a good story about the belt with the Alabama guy. Well, the not not the old man, the the, the helper. So the I mean, anybody that doesn't know Doug, he's like seven feet tall and looks like the Rock kind of. Yeah, he's he's a big belt. He's a big boy. He's yeah. So in in the morning before the show starts, everybody's getting their table kind of organized, and the guy leans over to me and he's like, "So they're from West Virginia, so he has a real thick West Virginia accent." And he goes, "So what's the deal with that uh that belt over there?" And I I, I didn't. Tr- Truthfully, I didn't know, so I had to ask someone, and then I told him. Or actually, Charlie was walking by, so he tells him it's like a friendly competition they have, whatever they pass around. And he goes, "Huh, he's not a wrestler." And I'm like, "No, nah, you probably could be." He's like, "I could have swore I saw him on one of those wrestling television shows." I'm like, "No, that's not. Doug's a musky guy," but he's like, "I thought it was a wrestling belt." He kept saying wrestling. I was dying. Oh shit! Uh, that that is funny. That's a good. Thing. Oh yeah. Well, Nick, did you did you have an experience? Nick didn't give his. Uh, let me think here. Nick didn't have any fun. No. Um, he had fun. I saw him. I saw him bumping. He was shaking hands and kissing babies. Oh yeah. yeah Got to see a bunch of people I've fished with in the past. I you know don't don't run into too often, other than. Uh, boat ramps and at the show it was nice seeing those guys they uh they're normally like early early risers for the the baker line but they uh apparently partied a little too hard friday night didn't they were a little later in line than normal but i know who you're talking about because i talked to him (laughs) and and i'm just gonna say it jake jake was on the floor (laughs) and i was like what's up he's like i'm really hungover bro (laughs) i was dying what let's get into these halls a little more then how about that 
I think Nick right. Nick probably Nick went. I'd say Nick had the smallest hall out of us, but maybe like the most classy hall, I guess, like the most top shelf kind of. Dude, he just raised know. the pinky. He yeah, just he wasn't he wasn't looking for bulldogs. He was he looking for like the Dom Perignon of like yeah. musky lures. He, Let's have I'm it. Tra- I'm not a trashy toad guy. Yeah, that see, I was the, I was the, the bush light kind of. And carry out the smallest bag. That's exactly, exactly what I was shooting for. If we're talking about spending money, I could shout out old Instagramless Brandon. I don't know if he's listening, but he's the only guy I know that can walk into a musky show, and the only thing he buys is his ticket to get in the door. <laughs> That's all right. Doesn't That's buy that. a drink. Doesn't buy it. Doesn't even buy a freaking Jake. Doesn't buy a koozie. Him? He's the only one. And, and is he it's not like musky he, fish. Yeah, Man, he musky fishes. He wakes up and trips over piles of money because he works 150 hours a week and he won't buy himself a musky lure. So if what he's kind of psychotic person buy, is this? This is that's ridiculous. What I'm saying. It's all about self control. I love that you guys just like at when we're at the lure swap. I have video of Evan saying, "Where's IGB?" <laughs> I still I'm haven't met anything. this guy. I don't. I don't know that. He, I don't. I don't believe that he exists. You didn't. Well, he him? definitely wasn't buying one of your bucktails because he ain't buying shit. <laughs> Unless you're selling him a ticket into the door. <laughs> Say no window shopping. No along. window shopping around here. IGB. Get this. Get the stepping. What did you get, Owen? You got some cool stuff. I saw oh, you man, kept, I got running, you kept wait, sneaking wait, wait, wait. away. I might have, uh, I might have, I might have spent my, I might have spent everything that I made. Who knows? <laughs> and yeah, I sneak I, away for five minutes at a time and come back with a rod and a bag and a. I know. I know we had quite a raptor haul. I did. I that was the raptors, as I said, was like one of the main things that I really wanted to kind of shore up my my tackle box with. So yeah, I bought five different raptors. Uh, and I'm very pleased with them. Uh, so I got five Raptors. I got two meatballs, which I'm very pleased with. Uh, from the so from Evan Shaw's booth, I got two meatballs, one minor, and I also picked up a meatloaf. I I bought the Everybody's last meatloaf. Yeah, I I just couldn't I couldn't let it sit there and get purchased. So like there was one left. I was like, if I, if I walk around this place one more time and that bait is gone, I'm going to really regret it. So I just went ahead and got it. That's the trout pattern. Tell me it's yeah. the trout pattern. Oh yeah. It's the rainbow like trout pattern. And it oh. is, it's, it's beautiful. Now, was it that was that Saturday a, or Sunday. You picked that up. I think that was Sunday morning. Okay. That I picked that up. Yeah. I think because we I began should go to panic. troll that at a trout based reservoir. I agree with you. I, I began I to panic like as things there. as things started to, were picking up. It was busier on Sunday than I thought. And Evan's Evan's booth was definitely busier than I thought. So I picked up that that meatloaf. Let me see. What else did I get? Oh, I got three, uh, three fat. Eight, um, I'm sorry. I got three Wiley's, two fat bodies and one. Nick, what is the, the five inch fat body? Five inch fat body. Yeah. Yep. So I got. I got three Wileys. I picked up a BNN. I think I mentioned this uh, that I've always kind of had an, an eye on the BNN guys uh, that that have a very very impressive booth. Well, I went over and I, I got a chance to talk to. I think it's. I'm pretty sure they are a father and son. Yep. Duo, yep. and I believe I believe I met Chris, who was the who is the son, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm not looking at the business card, so I did. I'm not sure what the father's name is, but I think he was at the 
The dad was at one of the other shows. Wow. I think the Minnesota. Or yeah. No, was, yeah. One of those Minnesota or Wisconsin was that same. So I bought one of their uh, like, I think it's like a six inch twitch in like yep. a lemon lemon head pattern. Uh, Let me see. What is what that? It's got a cool name, like a slasher or something. No, like that's that? the no, that's the grubby slasher. Okay. That um, I forget what they call this. Maybe the claw, dragon claw, or something like something that. To, yeah, yeah, I think this because this was a talons. This yeah. was from the talons line. Yeah. So I bought that in the lemon head, lemon head color. Let me see. I got uh, a toad in lemon head. But two of my ah. favorites. Yeah, I got, and that's it's the XL toad. I got the big one. Uh, okay. But two of my more interesting baits are the Mark King Dive and Rise, which I know we've talked about that in the past, but I really, that's one that I'm really looking forward to throwing. But also that little, uh, what's it called? Marshall here. Oh, Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. The Marshall oh, Dive yeah. and Rise. Yes. So, so Nick, I don't know if you saw it. He had these little dive and rises. They're like the size of they're maybe five or six inches. Okay. And I wish I could, I, I could, you know, put a picture up here for you guys to look at, but I think this is going to be an absolute spring killer on Canada. You know, it's just, I've never seen a small dive and rise like this and we'll see how it, how it runs. But, um, that, that booth, I didn't spend nearly as much time as I should have speaking, speaking to them because uh, both what, what was his name, Tom? Josh Marshall. Uh, yeah, Josh. 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 Okay. Yeah, Josh. Josh and his wife, uh, just really, really nice people, man. I wish I had, you know, talked to them more, but he's makes really cool baits and they're not what you're looking at in everyone else's booth. You know, mm-hmm. he's got these little I and reasonable to too. I mean, very fair, reasonable. very fair. He's got these little soft tail kind of jerk baits, but they have a lip to them and, uh, you know, and they just look really cool, man. Dude. So I think that's out of my hall. I want to say that the baits that I'm looking forward to throwing the most are the Raptors. Obviously, that's why I bought five of them. But the uh, Mark King Dive and Rise and that little Marshad uh, Dive and Rise. Dude, Josh does some really cool stuff. He's told me stories like at previous maxes and stuff about like the router and stuff he used to cut those baby marsh ads out. Uh, he's changed the process since, but what we're dude. gonna do, I think we we gotta we gotta post pictures of all of all these baits on Instagram so that anyone that's listening can at least go on there and look at what we're talking about. Uh to see, you know, when I'm when I, what what I mean when I'm referring to this little bait, because I don't think anybody really knows what i'm talking about i mean this thing's like a little six inch five inch yeah dive i just and rise. looked at it it's, nah, it's like chunky yeah yep it's not like a six inch or like a foot like the little suix it's like right. chunky like a, it's chunky yeah. yeah it's almost like uh i mean it's almost like a you know if you took half of a raptor really yeah, and right. just scaled Whacked scaled the raptor half. down into half but still has it, that tunable tail yeah mm-hmm. that yes I looked at Doe and I was like, that's going to be a Dota killer, man. Those little oh, yeah. 30s are going to tear that thing. They're going to make sawdust out of it. I'm going to bump the shit out of those subs. There oh, you yes. Go. Yeah, i bumping. Now we're talking. Hey, How are you learning, Owen? Did Nick, did you finish? 
What's that? Did you finish your uh, lore haul? I was curious. Yeah, I, I think so. You only got like I, three things. Yeah. So I ended up with uh, two or the meatloaf and then two seven and a half inch bakers. Okay. I thought you had another one in there, but maybe not. No, I don't think so. So, oh, and you, you said then out of the haul that you got, what's the absolute most exciting thing that you're ready to throw? I, uh, I mean, I really, I'm really looking forward to throwing Raptors this year. I've because of the 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 confidence that I got in Canada throwing them. So I really want to throw those. But if there's something new, it's it's that the Mark King dive and rise or the 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 Marshad little half halfsy uh, dive and rise. I'll have to check those out. I. Uh... Those look like pretty cool baits, and he just got a lot. We're going to have him on. I'm pretty sure we're going to get him on at some point because he said he would would do it, and uh, I want to talk about some of those products because he's making all kinds of stuff now. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> so what? So who, who wants who, to go next? Yeah, who wants to go next? Tom? I'll go. Sure. I'm going to go good. <laughs> sure. So, I mean, I, I said I got those three Amabamas. One was like this monster, like obnoxious, like Matlock size. I think it's like 12 or 14 inch, like a big trolling bait. And like a 10 incher and a little six inch twitch. So, those are what, that's what I got from them. And then I did what I said I was going to do. I replaced a lot of the stuff I lost last year. So, I replaced like the 50 cow I put on the bottom of the Mon River and some of the toads I lost. I think I ended up with like five or six toads. That was pretty exciting. I know Nick's really excited by that one. Uh, got dying dogs. I, I went. I love uh, Widowmaker or Dead. I don't know what his name is. Deadhead or Widowmaker? Speed Jones. Widowmaker the, lures. Yeah, he's like he has like two names or something, or switched the name at one point. But yeah, I love his stuff. I got one of his little cranks. It's like a little like five or six inch like shad shaped shallow diving crank. Uh, one of his new gar baits. It's like Ryan, that's the one Ryan's interested in. It's like a, a, what does he call it? A rise and dive or instead of a dive and rise, like it's like it sinks and then you kind of can jig it up. Like how a gar will feed and like poke its nose out of the water. It'll come straight up to the surface. I was throwing it today. It's got like a real weird, unique action. He said Ken Trail's been crushing him on it. So I'm kind of pumped. That's probably like the most unique, weird one I got that I'm kind of excited to play around with a little bit more. Um, what else? I got another Leo. I still owe Ryan 30 bucks for it. Uh, I got a couple swimming dogs, some of the Marshads, some of those little mini Marshads that I'm excited to try up at the Dota. Mm, what, what's the one I got? The uh, uh that the Shaw's Bay Company is it a meatloaf or the meat miner? The miner, okay. You got the miner, okay. Yeah, I got the miner. The only one that doesn't start with meat, okay. So I got the my no well I did, I did get a meat though what did I get I got the meat pie I think it is the, the skinny guy slab sided yeah that's yeah, slab yeah, correct I got in Donnie's uh, pro staff pattern there the blue shed oh, so I'm kind of you're getting sixteen thumbs down on your next video now oh I'm putting a video out just on that one right there um well actually the night before the show Mark King actually i did like the logo for him a while back and we had he gave me one of his old ones that he used to make 
he said he hasn't made it for like a few years it's kind of like modeled after like the mini tab dancer and like this foil crappy pattern little glider and oh that thing's sweet man that i'm pumped to use that too and i actually went back to his booth on i think sunday and bought one of his secret weapons and i threw that a little bit today and i was telling you guys i think that might be like my new favorite mini glider i mean that thing is just i think i I don't know if the video came through, but that thing just hangs forever. It's almost like a suspending glider. It's unreal. I've never thrown like usually those little gliders are touchy, but this thing, I mean, it runs like a big glider. It's awesome. Do you have one, Ryan? Does anybody have one? The secret weapons? Yeah, the little, his new, like the, I have a couple. Yeah, Yeah, that's my first one and it blew my my freaking mind. No, that's not that crappy pattern one. Right. No, the crappy one, he said he hasn't made it like for a while. Like he hasn't right. sold it at shows. It's like it's like kind of like the big flat sides and skinny profile like a tap dancer. I think I have one of those, maybe two. I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. It's, it's unique. Not it's, gotta... the, it's like the same size as his typical, like his regular one, but it's 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 yeah, a little like bit like longer flat and pull. Yeah. Yeah. I have, yeah, I'm pretty sure I have one of those. I you forgot. Know, I, I I had to go out today. I was getting antsy. I had to get some of the baits wet, and that's like the one that I forgot at home. I didn't get to get wet, but I know I, I already know it's going to be sweet. And then I that, well, something I got that I was amazed. I already told Donnie. I'm surprised he didn't wasn't all over him for those new the uh what are they called the kicking invader or what the hell is it called? It's like the swimming in, or the shallow invader with the paddle tail swimming invader maybe i think so yeah yeah i think that's what they call it yeah like my rule is i don't go ape shit pie in every color unless i catch a fish on it but that's like i bought one of them and i already know like that (laughs) i'll probably buy more of them next year i'm surprised you weren't all over that well i'm still i'm sorry donnie no i I was just gonna say i got my uh i got my shallow invaders and right now i'm under the uh impression that if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah what i'm using them for they seem to work pretty well so and i it's, got more than my fair share of them i'm still curious if you can just get those paddle tails and swap them in on your shallow invaders because it sure looks, I don't sure see looks why identical you be able to yeah yeah i don't yeah, know maybe sell, they're they weighted or... separately oh do they no whether the paddles whether no whether they would fit into the old like if you bought an old shallow invader whether you know the new tail would fit into it i don't know well that's what i'm saying i I think they look like the front end is exactly the same well maybe i'll experiment tonight when i'm bored i'll try to rip them out can you get them out and get them back in without destroying the bait or is that risky biscuits i don't know let us know tomorrow tom but (laughs) someone's (laughs) buying me two new tails tomorrow. it's usually it's it's not the tail so much it's that little plastic piece that comes Uh, out like if that breaks, then you're screwed. It's yeah, it's not as good. It, the, the, yeah. the, the tail will continue to fall off. Yeah, maybe I'll try to play with it tomorrow. But it was funny. So I posted like a picture of my whole haul, like way too much. Oh, and I bought a Lakewood too. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Med- yeah, I bought a freaking uh, Lakewood medium for my boat because it fits like in the nook perfectly. Like the little nook where the third passenger is supposed to sit, my little flat bottom. I measured it out, and it is like the perfect size of a Lakewood Musky Medium. So I'm pretty jacked up about that one. It's going to like extend my deck a little bit. 
What did that what did run that you? Cost, yeah. If you don't mind me asking. Oh man. So I waited until I told myself at the beginning of the show, I'm like, if that's there at the end, when we're breaking down, I'm going to go make them an offer. And at the end of the show, I went and made crashes an offer for, I don't even know if, if I should say again, like, cause they're the ones that hooked me up with that. Yeah. Drinks. You probably shouldn't. Yeah. So it's pretty that's good. good to know. They that's were, they were they awesome. They seem to have sweet, have a lot of good deals at the show. Yeah. I mean, they're running especially rods and stuff. Yeah, I think they're running a discount on everything as it is, like ten or fifteen percent or something. Yeah, they and didn't I mean, have a lot much of in the way of reels not... this year. See, I thought they did. I thought they had a table with some reels on it. They not did, but like load, the selection but... was not the selection was not what it normally is. Yeah, at least, at least not. I didn't think so. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, I think I think that's one of those things. It's just been tough to get. Hmm. But I was saying, so I posted like a picture of my whole haul or whatever, and out of everything, people were most like curious about the little attachment Owen makes for the front of like swim baits and stuff with the spinnerbait blades. I mean, that, that, that hog collar type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody gave a shit about anything I bought except what's that like <laughs> spinner thing on the uh, front of your swim dog? We got we to gotta come up with a good name for that. Yeah. Yeah. And as, I mean, those look those look good. You put what that was like maybe a one ounce weight on that. That, that one? was a three quarter ounce. I had my little mini egg sinker box. I wanted something light because I didn't. It was just a regular size swimming dog. It wasn't like the mag swimming dog. So I thought I that wanna... was the, I thought it was even a smaller. That's a that was a regular size swimming dog. Yeah, the regular. Uh, I forget what. I th- yeah, I think it's called the regular. Like whatever the small one, one is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the small one's called regular. And then the other one is called like the swimming dog. The maybe I'm wrong. Dog? I don't yeah, know. Maybe. I don't know. They got so many. That, that's actually the one thing that I don't think that I really wanted to purchase much at the, at this show was, was rubber. Cause I feel like you can kind of buy rubber anywhere. Like you go on yeah. TRO and I could, I could have a, you know, a package of swimming dogs here any, any day. They have some cool yep. colors. So they always put out some sweet show colors. You got to give them that one. Their show colors yeah. kind of rock, I think. They had this orange that I was just, I had my eyes on that bright orange. I like anything real bright because our rivers get so nasty and muddy and you get like one inch of fizz. Nick's laughing at me. Uh, that's it. He's just know. happy you're not talking, talking about trot. That's right. Yeah. I guess I always look at it as like those, even the colors they had there are, are all pretty similar to like Team Rhino's customs and stuff like that. Yeah, that's one of those. But I need it now. Do you? I agree. That's why I never really <laughs> made it to the rubber, even though I said that's what I wanted. I was. I wish codes are I, a little trickier. That's one thing. Yeah, that they are. Was on my list for after. Uh, New York is the Red Octobers. I didn't mm-hmm. get any of this show, but that's definitely going to be something I'll pick up next time. They had a new one. It looked like a little. Uh, you see what I'm talking? You knew what I was talking about. It was. It looks like a little. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, it's kind of like it looks almost like a minnow imitation, but the tail comes down to a point, almost like those little like ice fishing were. You know what I'm talking about? I saw it's, that. Oh, like a, almost. If I'm like getting, a grub. if I'm being real, it kind of looks like a sperm. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a giant sperm. Because they've always had those like two tailed ones. Yeah, well, this looks like a sperm while. with one tail. Yeah, and it looks it looks pretty cool though. Right. 
Did you guys see the uh, the the lore swap success story that I sent you? Yeah. The, speaking speaking of Red October baits, I gave I sold a Red October, like it's kind of like a swimming swim bait sort mm. of thing. It was not paddle like tail, a two, half paddle tail head kind of thing. I have one. And Rob Plocky uh, got it from me at the at the lore swap, and I guess one of his buddies was out fishing it and popped a forty nine incher, and it was a a, a fatty. Yeah. So. Uh, once again, that lore swap, you, you know, Muskie's Inc. Chapter 16 Always lore gems. swaps. Mm-hmm. I'm catching the next state record on the Crooked Depth Raider Nick gave me. All right. Good luck. That's, <laughs> that'll never happen. You're going to have be fun there. You might snag a record. I just got to get it to run first. It'll troll just fine up to 2.9. I got to get it. No, it won't. Doing 360s. <laughs> <laughs> we're, I got to so get this thing underwater first. Where are we at here? Donnie, you're you have to go yet still, right? Yeah, oh, I didn't Donnie's do my haul. All right, uh, hear it. Well, uh, Shaw's Bait Company. I got uh, the miner. I got two meatballs. I got a meat pie, which I'm excited about because I didn't have any of those. So I got, uh, and this was actually a Don Senior pick. So now I'm. I'm <laughs> double excited because he's got away with picking baits so he picked this one right off the shelf the meat pie so i'm pretty pumped about that one but, uh, i also got a mini meatball from evan i picked up some spinner baits and some staggered bucktails from owen which i'm really excited about i've really been wanting some of these staggers so i'm excited about those ones a lot of people bought staggers i thought i thought the staggers were a big hit honestly yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to these. I don't have any any bucktails in a staggered version. I've, I haven't. This, these are my first ones, so I'm excited to throw those. Uh, I hit up Dale's booth, picked up kind of just one of each. I got a fat body. I got a killer, a straight killer, a jointed killer, a mini fat body. I didn't get any kings or anything this time, but just just kind of plucked through Wiley's booth. Grabbed a few. I'm I'm excited that I have this color now in a fat body. I don't know if I should say it or not. Oh yeah, you should say oh, it. Oh yeah. Say it, baby. Oh, yeah. The mud puppy. The, the wily mud puppy fat body. This is I one bought I didn't one too. have in my collection yet. So I'm pretty pumped that I got that one. Uh I hit up Mark's booth as well. Grabbed the uh clown glide bait. Ooh, that's the the regular size. I don't I don't know what he calls it. Is that just is, is that just the, the Keystone? I think that's king just the king. Or, I think it's the, just the king. That's the Mister T. Yeah, Mister T. Is that what he calls yeah. it? So one. Uh, that's what. That's like a six inch phantom kind of, or eh, that's a, a bigger, bigger than that. It's a Keystone. Yeah, I'm trying like for size comparison here i feel for like it's kind of between it. like uh the phantoms i guess yeah know. like in between a six and an yeah. eight or... um got a got an orange belly perch raptor oh i like that yes yep it's a sweet color had to at least grab soft one. tail i mean i already have a bunch of them but yeah i got my my one for 2022 but with the orange belly perch this time. Now so I bought one. all 
all five of my Raptors I bought are soft tails. I just, I prefer the soft tails. Well, what do you guys think about, you know, you're missing a hook, you know, you're, so you're giving up on a hook, hook on. I bait. like the soft tail in most applications, but I will <laughs> say with the Raptors, I found that the, the straight ones without the tail definitely get down deeper. Yep. Faster. So, I mean, I, I do have a few of those. I think for certain applications, they, you know, if you're trying to get the bait down a little bit, they do work better for that. But overall, I'm all about the soft tail on any bait. I, I like, I prefer having that on there. I think just if for nothing else, in, in my head, I like it more. I just feel like it's always like working, something moving or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have the experience to say one's necessarily better than the other, but the, the soft tails usually catch my eye a little bit more. I Same think that's just, that's just a huge point though. Cause I mean, that is a hundred percent accurate. Like the soft tails go a little bit shallower. And I think like Owen for you up on Dota, like you could really get them bad boys up in the weeds and, you know, pop them through right. and stuff. Yeah. That's what uh, the soft tails. I like, you can get them right in the weeds even and work your, keep your tip up in the air and kind of feather them through real, real thick stuff. But then if I'm off the edge, I'll use the hard tails and get down mm-hmm. deep. They're a little more erratic too. The seems like that soft tail kind of keeps them going straight. Whereas you get a, a big kick on the hard tails. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Make sure you uh, talk to somebody about tuning them things. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a little secret tune job sometimes. I've I've been I threw a couple raptors for a lot like a while, like a year and a half, and I couldn't figure out why the heck. I just thought I was working them wrong. I kept they kept kicking out to the side, and Donnie showed me what Vance showed him, and then I talked to Vance about it, and dude, it made a huge difference. Like even those soft tails, like I'm getting them down way deeper than I was like the first year I was throwing them, mm-hmm. and uh, you just got to do a little twist job on the screw eyes underneath. I mean, that's just one of those things right there. We might as well go ahead and say it. Yeah. Um, you know, guides, you know, that's the, that's the advantage of taking trips with guides right there. You know, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't learn that for myself, but it makes a huge difference. I was able to show you that I learned that from taking a trip with Vance and, you know, those are the things that you can pick up on the intangibles, I guess, are the stuff that you don't necessarily think about that there's, there's so much you can learn from these guys and, even talking to them at the shows and all that it's it's really it's incredible what these guys learn from being the you know when they're out on the water every day like that you know there's so much that goes into it can really it the knowledge is never ending i guess there's always something to learn that can make you better make your baits work better or whatever that's one thing i always i always check them and retune them too after you get a fish on them in the net and it's rolling around you can get some of those eyes out of out of sync a little bit mm-hmm. it'll throw you mean the eyes the, the hook eyes yeah okay you get either you know like rotated partially or mm-hmm. torqued one way or the other sometimes it, you'll you know i mean usually you notice it kick you know pulling it it'll you'll see it's different afterwards and then you just gotta retune it mm-hmm. okay We'll you. talk more after Owen. Sorry, I banged yeah. the crap out of my mic as trying to pull a bait over for you guys to see. 
Yeah, I'm, I got I got to learn how to tune mine. That's for sure. I got to tune this computer was... chair. I've fallen out of it twice tonight. It's the second time I fell out of this chair, and nobody even noticed. The one other thing that we had to grab, and this was an, on my second walk around with Don Senior, and we had to stop by and see Todd at the Leah party booth, obviously. And of course, I have more than enough Leos probably already, but we had just watched Ryan Reed's video of the shop tour and saw Lori showing off her watermelon mojos. My dad and I looked at it and figured that was one we had to add to the collection as well. So we picked up this watermelon mojo. I'm pretty pumped for this one, too. Again, Todd's, ba- Todd, Todd's paint paint jobs are just second to none. Yep. Dude, it's amazing how many fish they've caught on that collar and big fish. Like there was a lot more to that collar than in that video. Like we talked about that. Like it's just funny how, and that's a St. Clair thing too. You just never know what color is going to go there. But like they've caught a lot of big fish on that pattern. That's just funny. It looks like a piece of watermelon. That's what I was going to say. After after hanging out at their booth for a little bit there Friday night, we, it just seems like we just need to go to St. Clair. Well, I've been telling you guys that. They have uh, – he had like a picture book, like – and I was thinking to myself, man, this has to be like a couple years worth of pictures, right? Like, no, that was one St. Clair trip. Like the entire – photo book was literally one St. Clair trip. And the coolest part about it, when I was talking to Todd, dude, I was geeking out because you guys know, I love this stuff. Like I was smiling ear to ear, like Lori is telling me I look like a little kid again and all this stuff. (laughs) He literally took notes like, and put the bait, the color and the time it was caught like on the little lines next to the photo. Yeah, dude. So many times it was like, he's like, Oh, this day we got out on the water at like nine 30. And there was a fish. It was like 10 o'clock, 10, 17, 10, 45, 11, 15, like 11, 45. Like, and then I'm like, geez, how many fish did you catch that day? And he's like, 20, 22. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And so like time out. What? So we start looking at this, you know, how many times like he has books and books and books of just like fish after fish after fish and all these colors. And it's just, it was wild. I've never seen that before. I've never talked to him about it. And then he showed me this year. I was like, I was, my jaw was on the floor. I didn't realize he kept that type of type of records. It was, it's cool to see that stuff in his booth, man. You guys got to check that out. Definitely need a hunk strip to Claire. Mm-hmm. I think he sold out of the watermelon ones I'm too. Down. I was I was gonna go back on Sunday and get a lucky pink one for Kayla, and there were no watermelons yeah. left. I'm pretty sure we got the last one. It was a hot commodity. I, there there might have been one other one. I can't remember. I, there might have been one Shayla's left in the mag. Something. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure we got the last regular mojo. So, where are we at? Who are we? Did we go through everybody? What'd you get, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan. I think yeah, Ryan, Ryan didn't up. give his haul. I was debating because I've been saving, I've been holding on to a bunch of stuff for my video, but I think I, I think I will do it. Uh, I have to say though, maybe I don't. They can't I don't, see him in the podcast. Yeah, they can't right. see him on the podcast. You can you can tease it. 
here. So I got a couple. Of le- so here, here, let me start here. So my first, my mission for this, this year, it was with Shaw's Bait Company. You know, I told Evan at the beginning of this year that I'm committed to catching fish on meatballs. Like that is the one thing I, I really want to do this year. I want to get Evan some pictures of fish because he's, I mean, he's been very helpful to me since I started musky fishing. Evan was the one that kind of, you know, my first meeting at the chapter 16, Evan handed me a minor and it just, I don't know, dude, he's just always been like there and around and he's such a, he's just like such a good dude. I love, you know, I love how he has his son and, and Jess is with him at these shows and stuff. I just think it's cool to see the family stuff. So I am committed to trolling Shaw's baits this year. So naturally I went and picked up, I think I ended up with four meatballs um, and one meat pie at the Shaw's booth. And actually one of those meatballs, I had Evan sign for me for my bait case. So I have, uh, I'll just talk about this one. Um, it's actually color? like the, I, I, I had him sign that glitter perch pattern because that's always been one of my favorite patterns that he's made. Um, that was my original meatball. That was the meatball that I lost in Canada that we ran it over with the motor and it just drifted away. Uh, I have like four videos from that trip where I'm just like yelling into the Canadian wilderness, like meatball, like I'm just yelling for it to come home. And it just never did. If Tom had been there, he might've caught it. He might've, he probably would have. Would have. So that was the one I had him sign because I just, I love that pattern. He does a killer glitter perch and it just was a cool thing. Uh, I got my, uh, my Wiley signed by dale uh, what which one did you have him sign i don't know if i want to tell you <laughs> can i guess will, will you tell I'll, me if I'll, I guess? I'll, I'll give you one guess one guess i'm going dog balls incorrect really okay i'll just tell you i went with the eight inch king and i went with it in the goldie pattern okay so you guys know Dale is like the creator of Goldie, right? Like they made Goldie. Like when you hear Goldie, that's the Dale thing. I so, did not know that. I think they said it was uh similar or they had like a Creek Chub. It was a Creek Chub Pikey like custom color way back in the day. And they okay. kind of brought it back. So he brought it back, but if I if I remember correctly. He was like one of the first aside yeah, like from that popularize, bit, popularize make it. it popular. So they didn't have a dog balls. He didn't have one in the King and I was committed to an eight inch King. I just wanted, that was the one I wanted him to sign because that's like the Canadian bait. That's the well-known Canadian bait. And it's just like one of those things where it's a Wiley. I want to get a big one. So I'll probably have him sign a couple smaller ones later on. Maybe next year I'll do one more or something like that. But, I got my uh, my Raptor signed by Todd, Andy, and Vance. Uh, that was cool. I had a couple other baits. I mean, nothing, uh, you know, Mark King stuff. I also, oh, and I, I also picked up a Dive and Rise, and I bought one of his new Twitch baits, both in the same color, that uh, blue-purple shad, purple shad color. I like that pattern a lot. 
I got uh, one. I got a couple of the Leo jerks because I really am invested in that. I talked to Joey Leopardi a good bit. And dude, let me tell you guys something for a young guy. He's got, dude, he's got a good head on his shoulders. I mean, the Leopardis are, that's a great he, family, but he's making furniture, isn't he? Yeah, dude. He's got his yeah. own custom, custom, uh, like woodworking business now. Yeah. But, I thought he's got a cool Instagram page. He posts a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's he's got an awesome head on his shoulders. He knows what he's doing. And I can tell you what, he's a heck of a fisherman, too, just like his dad. I had a couple of really good conversations with Joey, and uh, there was one bait in particular. He was actually trying to steer me away from it a little bit because it was an 8-inch. But you guys know what my favorite Leo pattern is. Oh, yeah. The That's best a, one. Nine dollar church, uh, church. Nine dollar perch with a nine dollar church. Nine dollar favorite. Nine dollar perch with a with the yellow tail on it. So I'm I'm pumped about that one. I actually looked at that that exact bait, Ryan. But I didn't I didn't pull the trigger. So I'm glad oh, you did. did. I did. I saw it and I had I couldn't wait anymore. You guys ever have that moment at the booth? Because this happened to me three times. One time at the King booth, and I, I swear I stressed like Mark and Rachel out because I was like, I'm standing there and there was like three, four other people in the booth. And I'm like looking at that dive and rise. I'm like looking at it. And then finally I was like, I, I, can't, I can't wait anymore. I got to have it. Like I ran up and I grabbed it and they were like just looking <laughs> at me and I was like, I have to have this. <laughs> and it was just like, they were both like looking at me and I'm like, I'm doing this. And then, then there was a whole thing about the money and stuff. And it was just like, it was funny because there was like two or three other people in there. And I'm like, that's it. Get out of my way. I've been looking at this, pull the trigger, move. The same thing happened to me at the Shaw's booth, that uh, $9 perch, the $9 church meatball Mm. Mm. happened to me. I grabbed that. But anyway, I mean, that's pretty much my haul. I mean, there's a, there's a couple other baits in here, but, uh, I do want to mention one. So I did get, I actually had a couple people hand me a bait to try. You think that's okay to talk about? Yeah, sure. If they didn't tell you not to. Okay. So I want to, I want to just like, and I don't know if any of these guys will listen, but uh, Justin from pandemic baits right at the end of the show came up to me and, and just gave me, he said like, this is like top color for pandemic uh, that was Ooh. top color last year. And this is kind of like a whitish. I didn't ask him the name of it, but it's got like a, a brownish scale with like a goldish background. And it's like white tail, white head. Kind of reminds me of like that, the pikey like color scheme, but in a, in a netting instead of a bars. Yeah. Like I'm committed to the King glad baits, but like this bait dude looks really good. And I'm just kind of, I want to throw it. Like I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to try to throw this around a little bit and give him some feedback on it. Uh, but this is like a cool one that he just was like, Hey, give this a shot, you know, try it out. And then the guys from plug uh, Jerry, I don't know if you guys talked to plugged Jerry no, over at plug lures. So he was kind of tucked away and he actually sent me a message before the show and asked me to stop over and do some video stuff. Um, and I'll be honest, like I got completely sidetracked and there was only like an hour left on Sunday and he sent me a message. It was just like a picture of his booth. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot to get over there. So I ran over, I talked to Jerry, we did some video, but he, dude, he's making a lot of baits. And like, I think he's like from central PA, if I remember correctly, because I know he fishes Kerwinsville. Okay. Uh, but he has, these are all CNC, aren't they? I think so. 
Yeah, and he makes like a walk the dog style bait. Okay. Okay. So this is like a, uh, there was some video of this thing and he, he sold a bunch of these baits at the show. So I don't know. I'm going to have to give this a go too, but I was kind of excited about that. You know, his paint looks pretty good. You know, the baits look pretty good. I don't know. I was pretty happy. Uh, I will tell you guys that my favorite bait from Muskie Max this year was uh, Toddly a party gave me, and this is the bait that he signed for me. Cause I told him, I want to buy one of your baits for you to sign so I can put it in my case. And he's like, I got to get you something that's worth something. So you guys remember, did you, if you guys watched that video from his shop, you remember the shark uh, tail, yeah. the, the shark tail jerk. Yep. I know it's. Ta-da. I saw Ta-da. you lucky bastard. So he wow. signed the, uh, the Leo shark tail jerk for me. Holy and, uh, cow. I honestly, I got to admit, like this stuff, this stuff really does get like, it's, I don't know. It hits me. Cause like, again, Todd's been doing this for how long, you know? And I just, long time, yeah, this bait was made in 1993 and I was probably looking at it immediately too, that it's like a, it's a vintage, very vintage lore. Wait, did you say like, 1983? 83 or 93? 93. 93. Wow. Yeah. So just, uh, I don't know. It's one of those things. Like this, this probably meant the most to me out of any bait that I bought or received just because of the history on this thing. You know, the, the Ed Ladiano influence and the friendship that essentially Ed was the reason Todd started making jerk baits and i don't know this was just a cool thing so i was excited about that and these are the types of things that i'll remember you know these are these baits mean a lot to me and todd's like it's probably not worth a whole lot and i'm like it, it it's worth everything to me because i you know he's one of my favorite bait makers and you guys know how this stuff goes so that's really cool i mean that's that's, that's a awesome. really i didn't realize that you got something like that that was all you know a classic something like i mean that's really cool yeah it was uh very cool kind of neat but i uh yeah musky max 2022 man i had fun this was like one of the best shows i can remember uh i didn't do much video work on saturday but i really hit it hard on sunday and uh i'm hoping to put together a video here soon and i'm hoping that it really captures like how awesome that show was and, you know, my goal with these things is like with the social media stuff, you guys know it. Like, I just want to, I want to do my best to show people what these shows are like and what they can be. And you guys all experience that every year. This year was, was really, I think was special because, you know, it was two years of buildup. We didn't have a show last year and I yeah. can almost feel that energy, you know, initially when that show kicked off. So it was, it was fun. I was glad we were, we were able to do it. I was, you know, Owen, I was pumped for you, you know, in your booth and uh, I was pumped sure. for our, our podcast. I was like, I got, we got a ton of feedback and, and everything. And it was just, uh, for me, it was an awesome thing to be a part of. And it's just something I, I won't forget. Cause we, we just were able to talk to a lot of people make a lot of memories. And then dude, I had a blast. It was so much fun. I don't think I've ever laughed that hard ever at any event period. It was fun, man. It was a lot yeah, of fun. It, it absolutely was. Ran the ATMs out of money. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's unbelievable. They ran them dry. It's unbelievable. People were driving like down to Gecko to like 
take money out to go back and yeah. they had to pay to get back in. Hmm. It's unbelievable. Like I said, well, I felt boys, like a total you guys, dweeb if you guys want to keep, was... you guys can keep going. I gotta, I gotta bounce out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm about tapped out. It's been a long work, long work week for me. So I'm going to head to bed boys, but you guys can, you guys can keep, keep the conversation going as late as you want here. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Oh, Thanks, Dad. All right, fellas. Night, Dad. I'll see you later. See ya. Uh, well, guys, we got the, the pass. We're, we're allowed to stay up as late as we want. Oh, <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, what else I do, do we have? I want to quickly say, I want to comment on Don Sr.'s um, oh, man. efficiency in, when it comes to musky bait shopping. Don Sr., just the same way he musky fishes. He showed up probably right around 11. Man 11, on a mission. Right around lunchtime. We went upstairs, had lunch, had burgers at Bubba's. Me, Priorities. Tom, Kayla, Charles, uh, our buddies from Palmer Tuning, Justin, and, and uh, uh, I forget his. Do you know that? What's his other buddy's Jesse? name? Yes. Yeah. And, uh, but then we come back down, we made our little round around. Don Sr. picks up one shallow invader, his favorite casting bait. Nice. Fresh one for the year. And one big O spinner bait. He's ready to go. Okay. So let me stop you there. So, on his way back out the door by two. So why does Tom get made fun of for going for the toads and Don Sr. doesn't get roasted for going for the invaders? Because Don how many, get a how many fish do you catch on toads? Because Don Sr. could be I uh, uh, excuse me, guy. but I but I won the hunks uh, weekend belt via the toad. And I, I just that. interject ryan <laughs> you want to know why, Tom? It's because why? Don Sr. doesn't fish for trout. That's uh, yeah, why. well he was That's going right. to. <laughs> Yeah, we see how we that were supposed out. to tomorrow. Yeah. That's not happening. Said, he's going musky fishing with his right. new baits. He's yeah. worried everybody's hate. He's got two musky baits just roaring to roaring to go here. You don't know, but we've been texting. We're still going. We're ditching all you sorry assholes at home, and we're going up mm-hmm. ourselves. I'm hitting Denny's on the way home. To Don- ignore Tom's trout talk, I did enjoy Don <laughs> Senior's uh, perspective. Him and his buddies there, they're kind of prioritizing the the Pittsburgh local bait makers, which is kind of a neat I you know, I never really think about it, but at the at the max, there's probably, you know, at least a half dozen that are pretty uh central to the Pittsburgh region there. Oh yeah. Yep. Don Senior's the best man. He is oh, yeah. so he is, Kayla's yeah. favorite person out of the whole weekend. She met yeah. a lot of people, and her fave Don Senior stole the show for her. I didn't even get a chance to talk to him because I was running around, but I did is get to guy? shake his hand. I did get yeah, to shake had, his hand. He, he had more people coming up and talking to him than I did. And we did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had people coming up to me saying, Hey, aren't you Don Senior's son? Like, yeah, he'll be here later. It was That's like so me good. with my Jeep at McDonald's. The kid wanted Nick, not me. Everybody wants Don Sr. <laughs> Tom told the funniest stories. That Dude, I was still laughing about that Quintana story. Like 15 minutes after I had to mute. Oh, yeah. it was, <laughs> And I understood, too. I wasn't about to be like, no, dude. Like The bathroom was full. All the urinals were taken. I slid right. 
I went in and I snaked right in there. I didn't wait in line. I saw an open stall. I ran right in and he kicked that door in so fast. He's like, no, <laughs> like my bad. So wait, wait, hold on. I think I missed this part of the story the first time. So you were essentially trying to cut in front of him. No, no, I didn't see him. He was in, he was in a different <laughs> stall getting TP. Okay. And, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. I guess that stall was out of order, so I don't know. But he, he, that door came flying open so fast. <laughs> I thought somebody thought it like I stole something or like I was doing something wrong or so. Like I thought I was about to get like yelled at. Like, and like I said, two seconds later, and it, I would have accidentally peed all over him. It was <laughs> perfect. It couldn't have been better timing on either of our parts, to be oh, honest. Oh, <laughs> oh man yeah wow it was uh dude it was unbelievable there was so there were so many funny things that happened at that show that was awesome i was dying like i said i felt like a dweeb saying that was like the best weekend i had i don't know if i'm a lo- that makes me a loser but that was probably the most fun i've had in a weekend in a long time yeah i agree with that completely and that's that no doesn't dis- make you a loser it's the truck i figured makes you a loser yeah I mean, that too in and combination and wearing yeah. one black, oh. one yellow croc all weekend. I'm surprised I made it this far without that getting uh, getting roasted for that one. Giblets all over them. We try not to draw attention shoes. to it. Bedazzled shoes. I we were sitting at dinner. It was like me, Owen, his wife and kids, and and uh, Tom and Kayla. And I sent. They were, they were talking about Crocs. And I literally sent Charlie a message. It was like three tables down. And I was like, I'm enduring crock talk right now. <laughs> and I just like looked across the room and he just gave me the nod. And I was like, yep, this is what's going on. Also, I got a really cool picture of Joel and Doug on the outside of the all-star. And they're like, I don't know. I just saw the picture and immediately thought that's my president. <laughs> Yeah. When Joel walked in at eight in the morning with the pike belt over his shoulder, <laughs> holding a beer with a sh- and a shirt that said the musky drunks, I said, that's my president. That's, that's my right. president. Oh, what else do we got for this one? We wrapping this one up or we got any think, other stories? Yes. On the New York. I think we're all going to pop up there, right? Yeah. Be there for a day. I'm good. I don't need anything else. I got everything I need at the max. I'll be fishing. You'll be in New York with the rest of us. I'm going to just go camp out in Evan's booth. I'm just going to hand him my my credit card and just basically just say, here you go. Whatever Donnie was going to get, I'll take two. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he usually does. And he wonders why people elbow him. Yeah. Hey, we're not going there. This has been resolved. I resolved this thing today. We're done. No more. Resolve it with me. <laughs> you want to elbow me? Let's go. <laughs> I'll wrestle you at the show. I'll wrestle <laughs> you in New York. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, well is there anything yeah. else? I don't I think we covered it pretty good. Had a great show. Nice meeting all our listeners in person. Tom made questionable choices as usual. As always. On par. Yeah. The giblets on the Crocs. And inside and outside the bathroom. It both. Mm-hmm. True. A couple bathroom stories. What else is new? 
didn't you have another one where you i swear you said something about uh, ripping yeah. one and uh, i was taking a whiz and i farted at the room <laughs> after the bathroom cracked up i was gonna leave that one out but dad left for the night so we'll tell it it was an un- unintentional one too it wasn't like i did it to be the funny guy it was like i, I didn't mean to admit and it echoed through <laughs> some little kid was cracking up and his dad was like telling him not to laugh at me that, that man was... has a medical condition. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. That's brutal. All right. Well, that's good. I'm glad we everybody ended on that. Fun. Glad yeah, we ended on that one. A high note. True high note. <laughs> high As note. usual. All right. Well, I guess yeah. uh, we're just Catch us say, in the bathroom at the New York next show. time. Yeah. Check Tom yeah. out in the bathroom in Catch New York. Catch me out in the yeah. bathroom yeah. at the New York show. Chautauqua <laughs> Inn and Suites. Make sure you bring extra <laughs> teepee. Him and Quintana will be sharing a stall again. Yeah. Oh, knock, knock before you kick the door in. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this. Tom's going to be. <laughs> I hope he does because he's going to beat Tom's ass in New York. <laughs> no, I gave oh. him the stall. <laughs> I conceded. I can see this all. Set it's yours. It's like trench warfare. <laughs> just, oh, oh, God. All right. Well, I guess we'll just say fun. special thanks to Big O's Bucktails. Yep. Dad went to bed early. And uh, special thanks to, uh, I'm going to say Sean Lee Party. Yeah. Musky Max. Yeah. Tara, Tara and Hannah, they, uh, they worked their bottoms off planning and executing that plan for that show and giving us an awesome weekend to be surrounded by muskies and musky fishing. Absolutely. So what an awesome job they did and uh, it's fun. So, all right. Well, I don't know what's left to say. What do you guys want to say? That's it. I think you summed it up pretty perfectly there, Ryan. Awesome weekend. Thanks to the Leah parties. Thanks to everybody who came out and made it fun. All right. Better. I guess we'll uh we'll be in touch. When are we gonna we'll do the next show here and whenever Tom decides yeah. he want, wants us to do it. Yeah, whenever Tom nope. starts sending mean texts through the group again. <laughs> trying Come to keep on, the guys, fans happy. Thursday, we gotta get it out. Trying we to keep them to happy. Do a podcast. <laughs> That's when we're doing it. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you guys next time. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. I had to shake him on my last case. Big O don't play. Big o don't play.